All right, guys, welcome back. Season two of the podcast took a little bit of a break over our winter break, but now we're back. Season two, uh, better than ever. Uh, we got the Super Bowl coming up. Uh, NBA trade dead. NBA trade trade deadline just ended, so there's a lot to talk about. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a a new season, and we're excited for it here at Empty Stats. And hope you guys join us all the way through. Joined by me today are my co-hosts Evan and Will. How are y'all doing today? What up, everybody? Welcome back. And if you're new here, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Our Twitter group chat was popping off today. Yeah, big day in the association with the trade deadline today. But we are all of us affected because of the Dallas Mavericks. (laughs) True. Also true. Sad times. Deep but wild deals. We will be going through all of them throughout the duration of this show but first off and most importantly because if you're new to this podcast uh, I am a diehard Rams fan and we are in Super Bowl 56 on Sunday very nervous um, kind of shocked that they made it I really didn't think we're going to beat the 49ers but pulled it out and I have a lot of confidence going into the game I try and not be a homer a lot of the time because I know most of the time it'll backfire and blow up in my face. So I make sure to kind of stay conservative uh, with my takes. Um, If you are a previous listener of the show, you know, uh, even when we made those big trades uh, for Von Miller and Odo Beckham, I even said, um, I think it was literally the episode before the 49er game. And I even said like, I think I don't even think we're going to win the game. And I was correct. Um, so I'm excited. I think we're going to win. That's good. I do too. And if it matters. Obviously, I don't think it's a hot take for me to say that, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think the Bengals will make it a competitive game, but I say the Rams win 27, 20. I want to complain about a close game. To, uh, um, I think the Bengals are going to keep it close for a while. I feel like I feel like it's going to be a game where the Rams are outplaying them, but can't convert, and the Bengals like kind of stay in it for a while. It'll feel like a game where the Rams have like outplayed them the whole game, but mm-hmm. they just can't pull away. That's usually how they play in these big games. <laughs> I mean, we almost blew it versus Tampa, so. As you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, as you can see, we have our depressed Mavericks fan on duty reporting for service after today's shocking news of uh, Chris Ops Porzingis being traded to the Washington Wizards. We'll get get into that later. We don't got to talk about that right now. Yeah. Also, um, aren't the NFL awards tonight or something like that? Yes, NFL honors are tonight. Um, Mm -hmm. Any quick predictions? Any quick hot takes? Well, um, I think Michael Parsons should be a lot on defense player of the or defense rookie of the year. I was gonna say, wait a minute. Yeah, Watts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watts deep boy. Watts got to be deep go, boy, and it's go gonna hurt. It. It's just... gonna hurt my Watt narrative, and I'm gonna be mad. All right, MVP. Who do you got? Uh, it's got to be Rogers. I feel like I'm going Rogers as well. Rogers MVP. Rogers MVP. Cup Offensive Player of the Year. 
Um, yep. Watt, defensive player of the year, offensive yep. rookie of the year, Chase, defensive rookie of the year, Parsons, coach of the year. Uh, they voted before the Super Bowl, so it's probably not going to be Zach Taylor. Vrabel, probably, because he got the Titans the one seed, I'd guess. Okay. I'd probably right. guess Vrabel. Mm-hmm. Although I have seen some people saying MVP is going to go to Brady. Um, yeah. Like, there is I, an argument for Brady, but I feel like, yeah. you know. I think it's more narrative-based than With how the regular season else. went out, played out, I yeah. feel like Rodgers made a better case for it. And I'm not going to make the biased case for Cub being MVP because I know it's not going to happen. So there's no point in me do- doing so. It is offensive a player of the year. offensive player of the year is just fine. It is a yeah. QB's award. Yeah. Even uh, even if he broke the receiving records, I don't think he would have gotten it. Still, I mean, he had the triple crown. So, yeah, but I think if he breaks the records, he might get it. But then again, Rodgers did have a good ass year. Yeah, I don't know, especially for wide receiver, it's tough. Oh, I fucked it up. <laughs> but I have heard, I've had heard like people say that they should like change the MVP into like an overall like most outstanding player, something like that. That's just not how it's gonna go. But you know, MVP is never gonna work that way. Nope. Like the Heisman in college football too. I don't know. I feel like that has kind of flaws with the two. Yeah, I would say yeah. it always goes to like QB, running back, like receiver, or almost always a QB too. Yeah, I have my problems with the uh, Heisman voting this year. <laughs> Not yeah. that I disagreed that Bryce Young won it. I was fine with that, but I felt like Will Anderson deserved it, deserved more votes than Aiden Hutchinson. Anderson, so that's all I gotta say. Will Anderson is insane. Yeah. Speaking of that, anyway. real quick, um, as an OU fan, how you feeling going into the next season? Uh, you know, tough off season, man. <laughs> you know, hey, kind of going through it. Um, you know, loved love the Venables hire. Absolutely loved the Venables hire. Um, I think he's going to be a good coach. I was kind of shocked that we got Gabriel. Kind of didn't see him coming um was not shocked that williams left was a little bit shocked he went to usc but also not at the same time um i think it kind of makes too much sense for him to go to usc um Mm. but you know it is what it is yeah we'll see what happens but uh yeah that contract details he got nobody could pass that up exactly i don't blame him for leaving at all (laughs) Yeah. Like, was it a little bit shady? Yes, but I don't blame him for making a decision that was rightfully mm-hmm. the right one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there's our limited college football talk for a long time. <laughs> college basketball. College basketball. Though, yes, we need college, but we need college basketball talk, especially with March coming up. So you and March. Yes. UNT. Shout out to the North Seven Texas Mean Green basketball team. Rank us. Second best defense well. in the nation. Only yeah, behind uh, Texas Longhorns. Hook them because they beat Kansas the other night. I mean, I think we deserve at least 25, 24 ranking. I think, you know, it's going to take like other mid-majors to fall off a little bit. I know Murray State yeah. is ranked right now. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, should keep winning. We'll see. Yeah. Just got to win the conference. Yeah. Ranking doesn't matter. We do. 
Rankin doesn't matter. Okay, what the conference? The so yeah, we got. We, if we win out the rest of the season, I think we won the title, regular season title or something. Yeah. So Maybe. we get that. Off. Yeah, regular season will be huge. Kentucky's been playing great as of late. That's huge. Ranked Iowa number State five, ranked number five right now. Iowa State basketball is kind of not falling apart. Yeah, kind of falling off a little bit. Y'all cannot score the basketball to save your life, nope. unfortunately. Our offense is terrible, but I'm hoping we make a push in March. Hey, it's All a promising start. It's way better than last year. <laughs> yes, way better. I, again, I, I had no expectations for us to be anything. Way better than last year. Us to like get to rank nine, I I'll take that any year. But our offense is terrible. Speaking of basketball, uh, me and Aiden are doing some intramurals. I was I was recently offered by Aiden. Let me let me get to a story. Let me get to a for me to come and watch uh, said intramural games, and I said no, thank you. <laughs> So let me get yeah, let me get to a story here. So we're pulling up, and Evan's first shot. It's an elbow, a little bit inside the three, right it was corner. A three. It was a three. Oh, okay. <laughs> barely in, barely a three in the right corner. I see him shoot it with that janky ass jump shot that he's got, and I was like, oh shit, he shot the ball. Because we were like five minutes into the game. And, you know, right corner, it's it's the closest to the basket of the three. And it's about four feet short and hits the side of the backboard on the bottom right corner. The people upstairs were calling Evan every name they could think of on the <laughs> other opposing team. And I was just sitting there like, oh. And hey, my everyone friend. from... Everyone from Evans Frat got real quiet. Hey, but my That's second good. shot. That's good. Good. My second shot. The though. second shot. The second shot rimmed out on you. It wasn't a bad shot. It just didn't go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fun. I, I, as soon as I shot it, I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. It was the <laughs> but ugliest jump shot I've ever seen into a pretty into a pretty good shot. The second one that just didn't fall. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you don't want hey, that we, to happen. We got, we got the dub. We got the dub. Sixteen to fifteen in a forty-minute game. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Thank God I denied that offer. <sighs> hey man, it was wow. a good time. I can't lie, it was a good time. Wow. Yeah. You should have seen like it was just like the entire no. I should century. not have. I should not have seen that. No, thank anyway, you. Anyway, anyway, we have anything else Super Bowl related? Um. Super Bowl MVP, who do you think? You know, it's interesting. There's two different ways I can go about this pick. Um, so I'm a Madden Ultimate Team junkie, right? So, like, right. I'm playing I'm playing Madden Ultimate Team all the time. And I got this bundle that gave you a 99 overall card for whoever is the Super Bowl MVP. So this matters. <laughs> this matters. Um, obviously, I'm hoping that it is a Rams player because I do have a Rams team. Um, so I don't know. Probably, I'm assuming Stafford. Hey, probably it's gonna be I think it's a guy. Yeah, Stafford. It's, <laughs> it's, it's probably Stafford Cup. Low key, kind of hope it's Aaron Donald. That'd be very cool. 
Von Miller, Miller would be cool. I mean, any Rams player would obviously make me happy because that means we won. Um, sure. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to name any Bengals because I don't want to see them have any Super Bowl MVP. If the Bengals win, it's going to be Joe Burrow. Like, it's going to be Joe Shiesty, and there's no yeah. other option. I know. White boy of the year, 2022. Joe Burrow. Eli Apple, maybe. <laughs> Imagine. I would love to see Eli Apple's Twitter timeline after the night after he won Super Bowl MVP. (laughs) (laughs) That man would. That That would wreck Twitter. Oh, yeah. He's got to be one of the most blocked (laughs) sports accounts in the world right now. So, Super Bowl this Sunday. Will, you got any money on the game? Is that something Uh, that you're participating in? No, I'm not a betting man. I'm not very confident in, you know, myself whenever I believe in whatever I want to believe. Sure. Usually never goes my way. So, sure. You know, don't put money down. Maybe I'll make some FanDuel lineups, you know? Right. Naturally. A little shot in the dark. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So, are we ready to switch over to the trade deadline or? I mean, yeah. Pack day. Right. Pack yes, day. So the first trade that is worth mentioning that we haven't covered is Cam Reddish, which was like three months ago. Cam Reddish, <laughs> Cam is Reddish. now in New York doing <laughs> jack diddly shit. So that's uh, all I have Cam to say. Cam Reddish. I love how <laughs> I love how the trade deadline today is answering so many questions from our like very first podcast. <laughs> yeah. And really we don't is. have to speak on Ben Simmons rumors anymore. I'm so no, happy don't. now. We no longer have to speculate about Ben Simmons trade rumors anymore. So the next trade that's worth mentioning is Norman Powell going to the Clippers in exchange for, I think it was Eric Gordon and a Eric high school Gordon. kid. Eric Gordon, he's on the Rockets. Eric Bledsoe, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say. The whole- I was going to say, speaking of Eric Gordon, I was surprised he wasn't dealt today. He was not – no one on the Rockets except for, like, um, the lower-end guys. Uh, not lower-end. Uh, what's his name? Daniel Tice was traded. Only Rocket yeah. moved, weirdly enough. Yeah. So Didn't they get Schroeder, too? Yeah, they got Schroeder for uh, <laughs> Daniel Tice. <laughs> nice. Schroeder's – so, I like Powell to the Clippers. I'm interested in um, – that the Clippers are like still trying to kind of go for it a little bit. I mean, they are the eight seed. They're game ahead of the Lakers. Paul George will be back at some point before the playoffs. Right. And there was no reason for them to tank because they don't have their first round pick this year. Yeah. So they want to win as many games as physically possible. And uh, Norman Powell's on a somewhat long-term contract and he's getting a lot of money. However, um, there, this is a really good pick going forward. Uh, so the full trade was Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a future second round pick to the Trailblazers for Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Um, so everyone on Twitter was blowing up that the Blazers just sold the trade, which they kind of did kind of an L trade for the Blazers. Yeah, but, it felt very desperate. Like it seemed like they were just the- trying to get something on the table. And it right. seemed like that was like, oh, that's like money. the best we can come up with. So 
Might as well take it. And of course, they got NBA. Uh, they got everybody's favorite player to trade for in 2K, Robert Covington. Broco. <laughs> Endless potential, Robert Covington. Like so, on paper, the roster isn't horrible. Like where they're standing right now is the eight seed. Like they'll probably hover around there for the rest of the season. So I mean, Clippers are probably a probably lock play. for a play-in. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, and so, I mean, and if they get George back and if he's able to perform like, a, like, a, like half of what he was doing before he got hurt, like that's a kind of an interesting roster. I think Paul George is probably and they never and they haven't ruled Kawhi out yet, so you never know. I think they're probably just gonna be both out for the year. So if you had to give a letter grade to the Clippers and to the Trailblazers for this trade. I am going to give the Blazers a C because it really depends on what they do in free agency. Mm-hmm. And I'll give I'll give the Clippers a B plus because I think they didn't really trade anything away and they got a 20 point per game score. But I don't I don't know what they're gonna do with Robert Covington. I kind of thought they'd flip him. They didn't. Yeah, I'm so kind of around there. Like Blazers didn't, didn't really win this trade at all. Clippers got in a fit, like they got a score out of it. So, yeah, probably like a B for them. Eric Bledsoe wasn't really doing anything for them anyway. Nope. Um, so, yeah, I guess getting Powell there and the Blazers, yeah, I do not know what's going on in Portland. You think Dame asks out if they strike out for your decision? I don't know. <laughs> and that's tough. So striking out for them is like – not replacing. I don't know. The it, I mean, it's just kind of got to depend on what they do in free agency, but it's like, I don't know who they can really lure in. Uh, a lot of people that I've been seeing is that they offer the absolute bag to DeAndre Ayton and pray for him to take it on the qualifying offer. Mm. That the Suns don't match it because they don't want to pay him and he just gets a boatload of money, which would be cool, but I, I don't know if that's enough to keep Damian Lillard around. Yeah. Sure. Especially now that they let go of CJ. Yeah. I feel like the writing might be on the wall soon. What'd you say, Evan? I said, I don't even know if Aiden's going to want to leave. Was... Uh, there was rumblings about him kind of wanting out because of the money and the financial situation. Because they didn't get paid last season or this off, this last off season. And he was looking for a rookie uh, max. They didn't give it to him. So we'll see. Uh, the next big trade was Karis LeVert to the Cavs. This was a long time coming. The Cavs always wanted to get Karis LeVert, and the Pacers got a pretty good haul for him. So it's not a whole lot to speak on there. Yeah, big win for the Cavs, though. The next big trade was CJ McCollum going to the Pelicans. What are we feeling about CJ McCollum in New Orleans? I found it odd, but I mean, I guess the Pelicans are like kind of going for it. I don't even know what they're going for. Like they're still contending for a play a playing spot no matter what, which is super sad. But I guess they're kind of looking for next year. Like McCollum still has years on his contract, right? Yeah, he still has a couple of years left on his contract, so he'll be in. So, I mean, they're really just banking on Zion's health right now. It's like they have the pieces. Over under, and they're playing decently 10. well right now. Like I know, like the like, there's been a lot of talk about the Pelicans recently, where it's like 
they've been able to turn around a bad start. Uh, hey, guys, there's four minutes left to go in the first quarter, and Luka Doncic has 19 points. I like to just say that. Yeah, we're playing the Clippers. What'd you expect? Yeah, true. He's on he's pace for 80. <laughs> Dude, Luka circles every Clippers game on the schedule every year. He has to. Yeah, he's on pace for 80. Quick little side yeah, note. he's missed one shot, and he has 19 points. Like, yeah, what else is new? But yeah, um, it's so, interesting. I like the Clipper. I like the Pelicans roster right now. I don't like, like it's the pretty interesting because it doesn't play defense. Herb Jones is going to be the only defender on that team. Yeah, Herb Jones is stud. Herb Jones, and Jonas Valanciunas protecting the paint. Maybe I'm surprised they didn't let go with Devontae Graham though. I felt like he was a guy that they were going to trade off. Devontae Graham was a guy I wanted the Mavs to maybe go after to help that second unit, but the Mavs ended up getting someone else. We'll speak of the second unit, unit later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I'll rate it a B for the Pelicans. For the Blazers, what did they get back? Uh, so the Blazers gave up CJ McCollum, Larry Nance, and Tony Snell, and they got back Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander Walker, uh, Tomas Sedaransky, Didi uh, Lozada, and a future second round pick. Okay, so Sadoransky and Alexander Walker were both dealt in separate deals after that. So they pretty much has got Josh Hart out of it. Um, and a first and a second. First and a second for McCollum? Or two, it says two future second-round picks. So a first and two seconds. A first, two seconds, Josh Hart for McCollum, Tony Snell, and who? Larry Nance? Larry Nance. But I think Larry Nance is hurt right now, though. So He is. He's out for a Pretty considerable amount of time. Yeah, like. so pretty much C.J. McCollum for Josh Hart, a first and two seconds. Interesting, but I think the Blazers got a decent return on it. I mean, like a first-round pick doesn't hurt. Right. Uh, yeah, any draft capital that I could get for C.J. McCollum, who uh, just a couple of weeks ago was viewed as a negative trade asset, and they got Josh Hart, which is a guy I really like. He's on – if I had, like, an all-star team of, like, favorite players of mine, he'd be on there. I think – He's really great. He's a good guy to fit next to Dame. So I'll give I'll give the Pelicans a C and I'll give at the time I was going to give the Trailblazers a B plus, but because they deal Nikhil Alexander Walker for seemingly nothing, I'll give him a I'll give him a C. Yeah, I guess I would lower the Blazers grade down since they kind of like seamlessly turned around two other pieces out of it. So I guess they kind of does bring down the value a little bit, but I was just going to get like a B deal all around. I don't understand the point of trading a young point guard like Nikki Alexander Walker for Jalen. Yeah. Then Evan Tyrese Halliburton, Iowa state dealt to the Pacers in what has to be the weirdest trade of the trade deadline. Actually probably the second weirdest. This hurts, man. This hurts. You said it in the group chat. I was like, I didn't think you could. This hurts, man. So the the reports of the Kings making a trade for DeMontis Sabonis were a long time coming. They were in trade talks with Ben Simmons. And this seems like a package to get Ben Simmons more than a package to get DeMontis Sabonis. Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Hewlett, and Tristan Thompson – feels like a Ben Simmons level trade instead of a Demontis Sabonis level trade to me. Yeah. I don't feel like Sabonis fits 
the le- like the talent level of that package. It's like, yeah, he produces well on offense, but he doesn't play a lick of defense. Um, yeah, especially like he team. is an all-star caliber player. Like he will be productive for, for them, but right. I just feel like this one wasn't the right deal to include Halliburton in. And two, if you're going to deal Halliburton, you might as well try and get like a really big asset for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I or if like, you were, or if you really believe in Halliburton, then trade Fox. That's kind of where I was. I thought that this year Halliburton has been better than De'Aaron Fox. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, Demontis Sabonis is the best player involved in this trade currently. So the Kings get the best player, but the uh. The Indiana Pacers get what's probably going to be the best player and who can be a, ch- a championship-level point guard on your team. Maybe not the first or second option, but probably the third option on a championship team. So I'm just really... It's a really confusing at, trade. And I like it for hey, Indiana. Luke is, on, Luke is on pace for 100. <laughs> He's got 25. <laughs> hey, it's the Oh, here goes another one. Oh my God, he has 20. Wait, was that for 25 or was that for 28? Probably 25. It's 33 to 23 right now. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So he has 25? Yes. He's okay. So I just so I just saw the three that made it 25 points. Okay. Jeez. Oh, nope. He has 28 now. Oh, <laughs> um, man. Tickets for this game were $4. <laughs> Luka Doncic has 28 points in the first quarter. Oh no, the shot I saw was for 25 points. It so was I guess for 20. he did hit another three for to make it 28. Uh, uh sorry, we're gonna take a little uh, bit of a break. Right uh, here. Step back and yep, there it is. <laughs> yeah, man. Um yeah, stop playing bro. Luca has more points than the Clippers right now. Does. Are we driving to Dallas? Is this game at home? Yeah, it is a dome. Yeah. Yes, it is a it is a it is a home game. Yeah, Luca has more points than the Clippers right now. All right. Um. Anyway, where where were we? Uh, Halliburton. Halliburton. Uh, <laughs> the, the weird thing is that Halliburton and Malcolm Brogdon are kind of kind of very similar players in my eyes. Uh, both really good shooters. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon was 50, 40, 90 like two years ago. Uh, good facilitators. They're kind of the similar player. So. So if you keep Malcolm Brogdon around the offseason, he kind of mentors uh, Tyrese, but we'll see what that turns into. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think the Pacers walk away of, on top because they do get Buddy Heald, who is debatably like the second or third best shooter in the league right now. You get Tyrese Halliburton, who's a young star in the making, it seems like. And you only really gave up DeMontis Sabonis, who – didn't fit with Miles Turner anyway. So I'll give I'll give the Kings a D plus and I'll give the Pacers an A minus. Yeah. Really bad deal for the Kings. Really don't know. They said that they're gonna try like they're going for it. Why? Like for like for what reason? Like there is no they are Two and a half games back of the 10th seed in the West. Yeah. Like, man, that that's the that's the bar. 
I, I know the they haven't made the playoffs in good. 16 years, but man, that's the bar, the 10 seed at an under 500 record. Man, they're 15 games yeah. under 500 talking about, man, yeah, we're going to we're gonna go for it, man. man that's embarrassing, man. They did that for so long that making just the play-in game for them is that's going to be so embarrassing. It's not a good look, but it's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> man, this motherfucker, Luca, really has 28 points in a quarter. Foot player with my boy. What's his? Has he? Ha- he hasn't had fifty in a game, has he? He's never had fifty. I think it's high forty-two. <laughs> this this has got to be it. He's on pace for fifty at halftime. Yeah, yeah. No, this, this has got to be, be it. Game. What if this is the game? Uh, what if he? What if he scores a? Well, he just missed a free throw, so probably not now. But oh, he's gonna be at ninety-nine now. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be the free throws that get him. Uh, so, yeah, the Jazz trade for Nikhil Alexander-Walker, not a whole lot to talk about there. That's a goal bigger well, for them. Kind of sad that they traded Ingles, though. Yeah, I mean, Joe Ingles was out for the year. Yeah. So, I wasn't super surprised. But we'll get we'll get into the big deals. And we'll get those out of the way. And then if we want to, we can talk about some of the smaller ones. So, the biggest deal of the trade deadline, undoubtedly, was James Harden going to the Philadelphia 76ers in return for Seth Curry, Andre Drummond and Ben Simmons. And I think they also threw in a first round pick and a second round pick, both heavily protected. Um, I personally think that the Brooklyn Nets walked away from this trade so much better than they walked into the trade. Yep. They totally had, agree with you. The Nets zero. The Nets knocked it out of the park here. Yeah. For a person by that far, by play, far, for a player that doesn't want to play for your team, you got. Uh, arguably the second best shooter in the league. You got arguably the best rebounder in the league, and you got arguably the best defender in the league. And forgot to mention, Seth Curry now is like good depth for when Kyrie doesn't play. Right, and like still have Joe Seth Curry. Back. Seth Curry, honestly, to me, is like as valuable, like as Ben the, for them getting Ben Simmons in this deal. Like I feel like Seth Curry is going to be Seth so Curry good is for them. Going to be great. Yeah, when they get Kevin Durant back and all of them, I think they just retooled enough where, depending on how Ben Simmons and when Ben Simmons comes back, he is yeah. going to be the player like that they I'm really curious for. to see how Simmons works. I'm just excited to see him, like, play basketball again. Like, I'm just yeah. kind of excited to see, like, what the reaction is, like, see how he actually plays. So, But, the, yeah, like, who, main... who even knows when he's going to play again? <laughs> He's traveling with the team tomorrow to Miami. That doesn't mean he's going to play. He probably won't. He's probably going to take a week or two to get back into shape. It sounds like he's out of shape from what I can tell. Yeah, definitely like game shape. Yeah. It's like, what? he doesn't practice at all. He has been practicing. He's been going to the – he's been not traveling with the team, but he's been in gyms according to – oh, was it Brian Windhorst? It was somebody, but he's been going to gyms at night alone. So take that as you will. Man's just trying to hoop in silence, you know? Well, he, people were like videotaping him and he didn't want to. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, hey, so let, let, let the man figure it out. For the 76ers is now you have James Harden, Joel Embiid on the same court. Do you guys have any concerns about Joel Embiid and James Harden playing together? Uh, I'm excited to see how it'll work out. I still think I think the Sixers won in the fact that they got to keep Maxi and Hal and not Halliburton and uh Thibel. 
Matisse, I know yeah. that it was reported that the Sixers weren't going to do the deal because uh, Thibel was like the main factor and why Philly didn't want to do the deal. So, right. I guess the kind so I guess that, that, you know, the Seth Curry and Drummond sacrifice, you know, maybe hurt them a little bit, but keeping Maxi, keeping Thibel, you know, Tobias Harris is what you will, but that's still a very like competitive lineup. I think they're going to be if nothing else. I think, I think they're going to be fine. I think it'll allow Joel Embiid to take a backseat a little bit, which will be good for the Sixers because that'll allow Embiid to not, you know, that'll hopefully right. keep him healthier where he's not having to do as much. The only main really concern that I have between the two is that this team before died, uh, died lived and died with Joel Embiid. And I feel like this team now is going to live and die with James Harden. I feel like James Harden, especially with Daryl Morey being in the front office, is going to come in and not run the team, but he's going to be the ceiling of the team more than Joel Embiid is going to be the ceiling of this team. So I I like the deal, but I'm not convinced that it's going to work out. It's kind of like the Russell Westbrook deal in my mind. Joel Embiid is significantly better than Westbrook. But I'm just concerned of how this is going to work. Now, granted, we've never seen James Harden with a center of Joel Embiid's talent. Yeah, Dwight Howard was, obviously. Dwight Howard is not Joel Embiid. Right, and and James Harden is probably – or and Harden, no. And Dwight Howard is probably the best center James Harden has played with. Mm -hmm. Easily. Except maybe like – Yeah, because his center in in OKC was like – I think Kendrick Perkins. Perkins and Steve, no, not even Steven Adams. Um, I don't know who his center was in Houston in 13, but Howard was there 14 through 15, 16, something like that. Right. Um, then Capella. Then um, Robert Covington. PJ Tucker. Yeah, PJ Tucker, Robert Covington. PJ Tucker. And then. Whoever his center was last year on the Nets. Nick Claxton. Yeah, Claxton, Blake Griffin. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. know. <laughs> anyway, so I'm yeah. Not, so I'm, I just wonder how that deal's gonna work out for them. Is that's awesome. the biggest thing. What are you saying? So I know I know some girls who are at the game tonight right now. Good for they you. The random night. <laughs> Good for you. Oh, they got hoes, huh? Congratulations. I think I think got uh, women. Uh, you got bitches, bro. Dude, you get women, <laughs> chicks. This is a married man over here. He he can't hear this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the biggest trade. Uh, if I have to give, I'll give the Nets an A. And yeah, I'll give Nets, the 76ers Nets are a definite A. An A. I mean, I I'll still give, give like the Sixers an A. an A. I mean, both teams yeah. win here. Yeah, there is no loss to trading this to this yeah. trade. Like Sixers now finally team. don't have to worry about Ben Simmons anymore. But what if Ben Simmons like and honestly give him. credit to the Sixers for waiting this thing out and they got James Harden for Ben Simmons when like in October when everybody was like urging the Sixers to make a move and you know nobody of James Harden's caliber was getting named up was getting named in potential deals. I was like CJ McCollum. 
Yeah, I mean, like like Malcolm Brogdon and like Sabonis and I don't even know who else was brought up in deals in like October for Ben Simmons. But I mean, like give credit to Maury. Like he waited his his thing out and he got his guy. Whether it'll work out or not, who knows? So does this change your outlook on the Eastern Conference as who is the favorite? No, I still like Milwaukee. I, I now like the Brooklyn Nets if KD comes back and healthy and if Kyrie either gets vaccinated or is allowed to play home games. I like I have more confidence in Milwaukee because of the reasons that you just mentioned. I feel like the I feel like the I feel like the Nets still will have a bunch of question marks. Who knows how Simmons is gonna play? Kyrie Irving has his vaccination thing, so he can't play road games. Or no, he can't play home games, right? Right. That's the thing. Can't, yeah, play, home. can't play home games. Um, Kevin Durant, you know, injuries with Durant and all that. Like, I feel like the Nets will probably have some sort of question mark hanging over their head coming into the playoffs. And I feel like the, I don't know, the playoff run by the Bucks last year have now given me confidence in Milwaukee where I feel like, you know, they can kind of beat any team on any given day. Especially whenever they have Holiday, Giannis, and Middleton in the lineup. Like, right. They're unguardable. All right. The second biggest trade of the deadline. The tweet that broke the world. Adrian Wojnarowski, the Mavs are trading Kristaps Porzingis to the Wizards for a deal packaged around Spencer Dinwiddie. Sources tell ESPN. Is, is this the second biggest deal of the deadline? I would imagine. I don't know. What's the second? I'm trying to think. I'm thinking uh, of the deadline I mean, like, you as being today. Right, honestly, yeah. The deadline being today. Like, if it was probably. the whole deadline, it'd probably the second biggest would probably be Halliburton. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, second biggest was Halliburton. But I'm assuming if you're talking about like today in general, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess KP's deal was the biggest, second biggest of the day. Wow. One of, my, one of my favorite things about the deal, I saw this tweet. This guy was in the sandwich shop. Uh, yep. KP was in the sandwich shop getting a sandwich and he got the call that he got traded. He had to walk outside and like get answer the phone and they came back, got a sandwich and left, but he was at East Hampton sandwich company. And I love that place. So shout out to KP. He knows a good spot. Well, um, and I wish him the best. I wanted to believe in him. I wanted to believe in him and he was playing really well this year. It really sucked to see him go, but it was the right move. Did we get, was it a good trade? No. It was not, okay. but the idea of trading Porzingis was the smart idea, in my opinion. Hey, now that he's gone, Luca's dropping 28 in the first quarter. True. All right, I'm about to sound off for a solid five minutes because um, I was sitting here. Yeah, Aiden, uh, Aiden has more takes on this than I do. My take on it is, like, I, I, I'll just wait out and see. I want to get – I, I just want to give it a chance. We'll see. All right, my turn. Kristaps Porzingis, <laughs> I was sitting here on my phone refreshing Twitter because I know the trade deadline was coming up. There was about five minutes left, Matt, or like 25 minutes left. Maps haven't made a move. I'm like, all right, maybe we don't do anything. And I got really sad because I wanted the maps to shake something up. But then I see, I first see that Spencer Dinwiddie is heading to Dallas. Okay. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is a guy I wanted the maps to go get uh, free agency, last free agency when he was available. I liked him as a backup point guard. I thought Jalen Brunson should have been starting and Tim should have been coming off the bench, but who cares? 
I was uh, in my visual I- communications class today for like the final two hours of the deadline. And I saw the, the first tweet. I remember that. It was like the first tweet said, Dinwiddie to Dallas. And I was like, oh, great. We got Dinwiddie. And then it was followed up by, whoa, just like, oh, yeah, Kristaps going to Washington. I was like, man, what? So, yeah. And then I get the Woj tweet of KP to Washington. I was like, okay, that's that's weird. And then my mind was like, okay, we're getting Rui Hachimura or we're getting Daniel da- Daniel Gafford. Uh, they just traded Montrez Harrell, so Montrez Harrell's off the table. But we're going to be getting another guy, maybe Denny Avdija, who was my favorite prospect in that draft class. And we ended up getting Davis Bertans. I was like, oh, okay. Well, let's see what kind of draft capital we got back. We sent a second-round pick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where's the draft capital? Oh, oh okay. we're giving them the draft capital. God. Gotcha. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> So then I was like, okay, so are we going to, we're going to flip one of these two guys for Rashawn Holmes or Miles Turner? Nope. Um, yeah, not super thrilled about the deal. I was on the train of, I'm good with trading KP. I thought we could get a lot more for him. I went on Twitter and had a good conversation with my friend, Eric, back from high school. Uh, shout out to Eric, if you're listening. I, when I saw Demontis Sabonis get traded for Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald, I was like, oh, okay. So there is a market out there for active power forwards. And while KP is not on the level of a Demontis Sabonis, I was, I was thinking that we could have gotten a Buddy Heald and maybe a Marvin Bagley if we were going to do the Kings trade. And we ended up getting just what seems like pennies on the dollar for the guy. Uh, Especially for how he's performing this year. Like, yeah, he's missed games this year, which has been frustrating. But when he's on the floor, this is the best he's played in years. Right. And I really felt like, one, he could have been an all-star. And two, that, yeah, the trade package, the return could have been so much better. Yeah, um, it seemed it seemed like a deal that you do to prepare for another deal. Yeah, you free up cap space. You get a couple of players and you get draft capital to flip in another trade, and none of that happened. We didn't save money. Uh, I I just don't like this trade. Uh, Davis Bertans last year was, I think, the most efficient three point shooter in the league for a period of time. I mean, he was six foot, like 10, in shooting above 40% from three. So I was like, okay. But this year, he's not doing that. Spencer Dinwiddie is not a good shooter. Uh, I wanted. I wanted Mobamba. I wanted Miles Turner. I wanted to use some Nurkic. I wanted Rashawn Holmes. I really wanted Buddy Heald. I wanted Joe Harris. And it just seems like we didn't get anything above like a bench player for our fringe all-star. Yeah, we traded Porzingis for a sixth man and a bench forward who we already have like three of. Now, I think he's going to come in and be the best bench forward i yeah we have I a go-to guy him. on the bench now which like that's good but not for porzingis <laughs> this seems like a deal where we give tim hardaway jr right and like frank milikina 
yeah. instead of Kristaps Porzingis. And a pick. And a pick. And a which pick. Is the most confusing part of this trade. We sweetened the I deal don't... for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> which now, is the wild maybe, part. Maybe there's something I don't see, but I like if free don't. like it allows us, I guess, to extend Brunson. And the Mavs have legitimate interest in wanting to extend Brunson, which, I mean, why wouldn't they? But these two contracts are more tradable. Like, like we just extended Dorian Finney-Smith today on a great Great, deal. Great deal. For 13 million for four years, per year for four years. It was four years, 52 million. Whatever Brunson's going to get. Dinwiddie does not have a great contract. Bertans does not have a great contract. But it gives us more flexibility for, like, a bigger trade in the offseason if we looked for it. I am, there, is, there is flexibility there. There is more flexibility. And I do – I really do believe, no, like, bias in me, that Davis Bertans will come in and play better than he was for Washington – because no one in Washington is distributing the ball like Luka Doncic is. Um, now, Spencer Dinwiddie, I, I, I always like Spencer Dinwiddie, especially back in Brooklyn. So I'm, I'll, I'll wait to see what we do, but I don't understand getting up a pick. I don't understanding not getting like Daniel Gafford or Daniel Dia, but whatever. I'm not a general manager. Yeah, it is kind of tough for the Mavericks, though, because they have a lot of money attached to players like Tim Hardaway Jr. and Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans, where it's like, yes, you have money to – you have have expendable money, but it's not good expendable money, really. And I saw Magic Johnson go on Twitter and say that this helps the Mavericks make a deep playoff run, a deeper playoff run. And while I don't want to believe it, I, I can kind of see where he's coming from because I don't believe in KP to stay healthy for an entire playoff. Exactly. Um, that is also what people kind of don't seem to think about in that is that like now there isn't that big cloud of Porzingis hanging overhead. The last two playoff series that we've lost to against the Clippers, it's all hung about. It's like the whole topic was like, oh, well, imagine if KP was healthy. Right. So there's that. Now the narrative um, is going to be now that we just don't have help. <laughs> yeah. So I think Tim Hardaway Jr. gets moved in the offseason for probably nothing, which I'm fine yeah, with. Yeah, he's going to get shipped off to like San Antonio or some team like for like a second-round pick. That will go to Portland <laughs> when Portland inevitably strikes out in free agency. <laughs> right, um, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be I dealt for because he's like some team's backup option. Yeah, I I just I don't like this trade from the Mavericks' perspective. Now, yeah, it's the, like a fair gamble for the Wizards. It's like, why not? The Ma- yeah, the Wizards literally lose nothing in this trade. Yeah, and they get who like, like I mean years ago. maybe Porzingis lures Beal to sign the supermax next offseason. Who knows? And Bradley Beal just had season-ending surgery, so that's something you have to talk about too. So he's out for the year. So I guess they're tanking for Chet. 
What's their record right now? They ever since they started out as like the best team in the league, they've so they're five games under 500. They can't take and they can't tank enough for the two pick. Maybe they get lucky in the lottery, but I mean they're a game and a half back of the 10 seed, so they could luck their way into the play-in. Yeah, I, I just I don't like it. I I don't. Yeah. Now, if Davis Bertans comes in and shoots 40 percent from the field, then I'm cool. Or from three, then I'm cool. And if yeah. Spencer did, I'm really not a fan. I'm not a fan of it, but I'm gonna let it, you know, do its thing. I'm giving it a chance. Right. I'm giving it a chance uh, because if because if if winds up being good, it could be a good thing for us. So I'll give I'll give the Mavs a D minus, and I'll give the Wizards a B plus. I'll give the Mavs a C minus, C minus, Wizards a B. Evan, um, I'll give the Mavs C plus, Wizards. B. I don't think the trade's gonna be as bad as like what you you are you said, Aiden. Um, Why? I think we should Why do you say it out? Why? Tell me what you like about Davis Bertans and Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> challenge, challenge me on this, please. <laughs> please tell me what you know about these. You two know players. the answer. In two K, I balled out with them. <laughs> you balled out with Spencer Dinwiddie in two K. Yeah, Bertans too. It's a mid-range. Hey, all I got to say is that the Mavericks should have done what I did on 2K in my MyGM. I'm currently up 2-0 in the second. Actually, I muted my mic on accident. TJ Um, Watt won Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Nah, it's prized. Um, I traded. I traded for Jeremy Grant because I'm smart. I traded for Jeremy Grant and Isaiah Stewart. I traded for PJ Tucker, Boyan Bogdanovich, Jeremy Lamb, and I think that's it. Yeah, I would have been cool with that um, coming back. The only the biggest issue I have is Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans don't help our defense and our paint defense with Maxi Kleba. And Dwight Powell is going to be bad. Now, Max Kleba is very good defensively, but I'm um, I'm just not looking forward to us in the giving up points in the paint. All right, boys. Eight thirty. I gotta head somewhere real quick. Um, but I'll just leave again. Aiden. I don't think it's gonna be that bad. Yeah, you won't also, tell me why. Because I don't know why. <laughs> what is it? Don't you think... have like basketball or something? He's going to his girl's place. Yeah. Ah. Probably. Gotcha. But I can put two, two um, I see what the priorities are. It's cool. No, I, hey, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. You do you. Yeah, I'll, yeah you do you. You do you, bro. All right. All right. Also, Luke hasn't scored anything. I don't know why he's not scoring right now. Fuck, he's got 30. <laughs> yeah, what more, yeah, what more do you want? <laughs> We're winning. He's not scoring. We're winning by 12, and he has 30. <laughs> can I kick somebody? Can I kick somebody from this? Yeah, he is leaving. Maybe we can. Can I? Uh, no, sorry. Don't kick him. We, yes, we I can. Kick. I can remove you from the Zoom call right now. Look at not scoring. All right, I'll see you. Yeah. There we go. He's got, what else do you want this man to do? Shoot. <laughs>
And Jamar Chase, Offensive Rookie of the Year. No surprise. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, I'm just – I don't like it, man. I don't. Yeah. Especially with, like, what else was out there and was obtainable. I, like, I if we traded like, Kristaps for Miles Turner, I would have been fine. That would have been well, a move I would have been completely fine with trading Kristaps for. I would rather have gotten Mo Bamba, Gary Harris, and Terrence Ross <laughs> than Davis Bertans and Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, it's a head-scratcher for sure. It felt like a reaction. If I don't even know if it was reactionary, but just it's just odd. It's like I feel like the kid, like, was there just nothing out there for KP? It it seems it doesn't seem like it. I wish case. I wish we knew. If like there was if this was the best they could do, I would have rather just not done anything. Right, brother. If that's the best you could do, just hold on to him at that point. Yeah, but I mean, even then. It's probably tough to sign Brunson at that point if you're keeping KP's contract on the books. And if we were going to trade KP, I would have wanted to free up money and we just didn't free yeah, up Yeah, exactly. It's like, if you're going to trade him, don't bring in worse contracts. <laughs> it's like, you really yeah. didn't, if you really didn't do yourself a favor... It, 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 that's that's the most puzzling thing is that we didn't get drafted, we didn't get money. Yeah. Uh, were there any other trades that were like worth talking about in the same? Part this Mavs box score is hilarious, man. Yeah, thirty. Luca has thirty-two. The next highest is Dorian Finney-Smith with five. Well, he's also taken fifteen shots, and Dorian's taken two. This <laughs> is. Hilarious box score. This um, is so funny. One thing I do want to touch uh, on. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like other NBA spiel. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, NBA draft. The uh, All Star draft was tonight. Yeah, you see that Katie had that was quality. That was Harden. quality entertainment. Yep, that was so funny. That was great. We went from Rudy Gobert being the last one taken last year to him being taken so that Harden could be last. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, that's quality hilarious. entertainment. Wholesome content of the week. Josh Hart and Nikhil Alexander-Walker sat courtside during the Pelicans game against the Rockets after being traded. I'd like Josh Hart, man. I was hoping we could get him. I also hate saying that I wish, like, why didn't the Mavs make a run at that guy when we could have given them more? But this trade deadline's different because we could have done that, it seems like. Yeah. Um, what's it called? John Wall. The Lakers rejected Russ and a first for John Wall. Yep. Were you, If you were the Lakers, would you have taken off John Wall instead of Russ with the way you've been playing recently? I don't know. I don't know if – well, because I also heard that it was, first round pick. I also heard the John Wall and Christian Wood for for Russ in a first. Oh, I would have snapped my fingers down that instantly. Yeah. So what have I? If Christian Wood just, allows you to stop playing old ass DeAndre Jordan. Right. Worthless was, ass DeAndre Jordan. If it was and, just John Wall, I wouldn't have done it, but but I don't know. Maybe John Wall brings an aspect where, like, you know, then, you know, LeBron gets more of a focus. AD gets more of a focus. I don't know. 
I don't know. It would have been interesting. I would have been a fan because I'm a lifelong John Wall fan because he went to Kentucky. Right. And I had his jersey from his rookie year, and it's very cool. I believe it is still in my possession. I think it's in my parents' house. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah. I got it for Christmas when I was in like third grade. Did not fit me at the time. Definitely doesn't now. <laughs> Too small. I think. I forgot what size it was. Micah Parsons, defensive rookie of the year, unanimously. God, we're geniuses. We are geniuses. Man, I just Ooh. good pass. Dodo with the layup. I'm happy for Dodo. That was a good deal too. Thirteen million a year really, for him. The good deal, yeah, that was a good deal, and it's the only reason that I'm not like coming on here burning the place to the ground right yeah, now. Yeah, the, do- the Dodo extend extension kind of helps seize the fire a little bit. Yeah, and it, this seems like a trade you would talk to Luca about first, and that Luca would have to give the green light on before you do it. Yeah. So, yeah, odd one, odd one for sure. Everything included, I'm okay with. Um, yeah, that's that's all I really want to talk about in the NBA today. I'm really not. God, that the KP deal just really killed me. Montrez Harrell, Montrez, literally, I literally was just about to say Montrez Harrell. We missed Montrez Harrell. Montrose Harold to Charlotte for seemingly nothing. Uh, Vernon Carey and Ish Smith. Oh, we uh, missed um, Raptors got Thaddeus Young. Uh, Garan Dragic's going to get bought out by the Spurs. Uh, the Celtics got Derek White uh, for Romeo Langford and Josh Richardson and a first round pick. Josh Richardson back in Texas, eating my ass, Josh. <laughs> and a top four so protected you, 2022 Richardson. first round pick for Derek White. That's kind yeah, of an interesting pickup Celtics. by Celtics. Um, and then the Celtics. there's a big four-teamer. It was the Bucks and Serge Ibaka from the Clippers. The Kings the sent Bagley to the Pistons. DiVincenzo went from the Bucks to the Kings. The Pistons sent Josh Jackson and Trey Lyles to the Kings. And the Bucks sent Semi Ojale and Ronnie Hood to the Clippers. I think that's all around just a good trade for everybody. Yeah, DiVincenzo to the Kings is interesting. The Kings get a lot of just depth players. The Bucks get a good, I don't know, was Ibaka playing for the Clippers at all? I believe so. But and if not, then yeah, he's a good he was. three and D big that can help protect the paint. Stretches the floor out until you get. Yeah, Brooke he's Lopez just another Brook Lopez type. Which is what they need because right now that center position is kind of looking rough for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Bagley, all all, I- Bagley probably just gets to play in Detroit now because they suck. <laughs> right. You get Cade and Bagley. Maybe you get Chet. Do you think this deters them from Paulo if they get the first pick? Mm, I don't know. It's tough. The guard, the guard, the guard class this year is kind of rough. It's a very forward heavy. Right. Which is they got Cade and Killian, which they seem to like. Even though yeah. Killian fouled out in like 16 minutes today. Which is Who? fun. Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes fouled out in 16 minutes. I think that was the stat. Last night. Was it uh, last night? Killian Hayes fouled out in 12 minutes. Sorry. 12? 
6,012 minutes going 0 for 2 from the field with... Yeah, that man was there intentionally. He was intentionally put there to foul. For sure. Yeah. I like... I think Chet going to Oklahoma is my favorite, but I like Detroit. I don't think Isaiah Stewart's going to be your center going forward. He might be a good backup center, but I don't think he's the... Yeah, he's the guy you keep around because he's... I mean, he's a talented player, but I don't think he's like a... High-energy guy. He's just... A good guy to have on the bench, but I don't think you want a six eight center starting next to Killian Hayes. <laughs> not Killian, next to Cade. Yeah, the draft class will be interesting. I think this draft class is better than I think people give it for. It's pretty deep. Yeah, I think, I think it's I think, you know if your top three is Chet, Paolo, and Jabari Smith, like I think in that order, I'd probably go. Paolo, Jabari, Chet, just based off of talent. I like, I don't know. Mark, Mark Chet's Cuban interesting. The- Chet's interesting. I think people are overrating Jabari Smith a little bit. He's good, but I do think that there's a lot he can work on. Paolo, I feel like, is the most like day, like, day one ready. ready prospect. I feel like he's the safest pick. Yeah. So Mark Cuban explains Mavs Kristaps Porzingis traded Wizards as a two for one at the NBA deadline. Uh, Mark, sell the team. We fuck fuck we, you. We traded fuck you. We Mark. traded one player to get two back. <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> okay, Mark. <laughs> All right, Mark. Yeah, um, I love how Cuban. the talk started with. Um, Mark Cuban was talking with Spencer Dinwiddie at like a digital art, the NFT thing, <laughs> and a digital art museum. You see, you see my new Twitter uh, profile picture. I'm not. I will look at it right. Made now. it today because I was so sad that the mass traded them, and I was like, I've got to do something <laughs> to punch a wall. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Um, and Jason Kidd, we trust. Hey, Jason Kidd's proved me wrong already. We'll see what happens. Jason Kidd has proved me wrong already, so that's why I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I am going to give it time. You know, I'm not going to overreact over one good game, and I'm not going to overreact over one game. bad game and be like, oh, yeah, I was right. Yeah. No, I think give it, it time. Both I will reevaluate like- at the end of the season. I feel like the end of the season is probably a good point for me to fairly judge it unless it's really bad to the point where it's like completely obvious that it was a fucked up trade. Yeah. Uh, you and I both were really thinking we'd go after Rashawn or Miles Turner because of the KP trade. Yeah. And they might have gone after him and they just didn't have enough to get them. Uh, as soon as they made the trade for Sabonis, I figured everyone was going to stay. As soon as they made the trade for uh Terry's Halliburton. I was like, oh, okay, Miles Turner's gonna stay. So, but I yeah. thought no Bob. I feel would like move. I honestly, the Mavericks probably had to make this trade because they couldn't make a Miles Turner trade. Who Who are your five players that are most surprising that didn't get traded? Uh, I'll, I'll go first. Eric Gordon. Yeah, he's on my list. Uh, at the time. I was really surprised Terrence Ross didn't get moved. Yeah. 
Uh, another one is, oh God, what's his name? I thought Jeremy Grant was going to get moved. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I thought, I thought there wasn't a whole lot of talk around it, but I thought Yusuf Nurkic was as good as gone. I, I thought, thought Holmes. I thought Holmes was gone. I thought the Knicks might have tried to do something with Randall, or somewhere Kemba for that matter, with Randall or Kemba somewhere. Kemba starting tonight. Um, Joe Burrow named Comeback Player of the Year. Wow, I thought that'd be the Dak Award, but I guess not. Yeah, but hey, people forgot Joe Burrow tore his ACL. True. Yeah. Um, who else? Was I surprised it didn't get traded? Um, well, I guess you kind of can't say your spies Kevin Love didn't get traded because he's actually like an important part of the Cavs now. Yeah, arguably the most important part of the um, Cavs. I'll, I'll, the Cavs bench, maybe kind of surprised. Maybe like PJ Washington didn't get traded or John Collins didn't get traded. John um, Collins, I didn't believe the rumors on. I want Holmes get... obviously didn't get traded. Yeah. Luke Kennard was someone I thought. I mean, kind of surprised the Lake. I mean, the Lakers didn't do anything. I don't think the Lakers. I'm more surprised than just the Lakers didn't just do anything. (laughs) There were like there for some reason I was kind of feeling today was going to be like a 2018 Cavs kind of deadline. Yeah, where it's like the Cavs just just went at just went for it. We're like, all right, we're gonna get whoever we can get. Well, is there an NBA team that would take? Um, Westbrook that it would clearly seems like the Houston Rockets were willing to. (laughs) Why would the Houston Rockets do that deal? Is my only I don't know to get the pick is the only thing I could think of, but yeah, just really good trade deadline. Just kind of sucks for me. Joel Embiid at the funniest tweet, maybe of all time. Yeah, Joel Embiid, insane tweet. My god. Kind of jealous. Really didn't like that guy. Kind of jealous that he was able to pull off such a banger, such an easy banger. Yeah. Um, so easy. So, with this being said, the Mavs' number one priority in the offseason needs to be getting a big to mm-hmm. protect the paint. How they're going to do that? Who Who are the upcoming free agents that are centers? Yeah, that's a that's, great. I'm on spot track right now, so I can look. I appreciate that. Free agents, 2022. Um, Nurkic, DeAndre Ayton. Nurkic, I'll make a run at. DeAndre Montrez Ayton. Harrell, please no. Um, Zubach. I'll make a Chris run at Boucher, Zubach. I'll make Mo run Bamba, potentially. He's RFA. 100% make a run at Mo. Uh, JaVale McGee is a UFA. Ah, fuck it. I'll take a run at JaVale McGee. Um... I think that's the lowest I can go. That's kind of it. Okay. Well. Kind of it, really. And then, like, the veteran guys, I guess, like, uh, who even cares? Like, LaMarcus Aldridge is out there. Yeah. Bring him no, home. Good. Nope, I'm good. Drummond. I'll, I'll take Drummond. Bull Bull. <laughs> Dwayne Dedman. Bull Bull got traded, feels like, six traded. times this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, a very guard. It's a very guard heavy free agent class next year. Wall, Westbrook, Beal, Kyrie. Bree? Okay. Zach Levine. How do, you feel about, how do you feel about Universal DH? Big fan. Thank goodness. The only thing glad. that is going to make me mad about Universal DH is now Cardinals fans are going to now absolutely want Albert Pujols back on the team. 
No, thank you. Oh, uh, I won our draft, by the way. Our, our who drafted the best team? Oh, nice. There you go. I won. There you go. You got second, and Evan got one vote. Nice, nice. There we go. Thanks, guys. Pretty. I was pretty glad with how that graphic turned out. Not gonna lie. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah. W's in the chat. Um, hopefully, this episode will be out on Friday. If you're listening to this, um, hopefully, if you're listening to this, it is Friday. Uh, but uh, there will be like new graphics and stuff. Um, I thought the first season looked fine, but I feel yeah, like it could have been a lot better. To look. It felt lazy to me. I feel like I could do a lot better. So new graphics will be coming to the empty stats podcast and hopefully new stuff will be up on this wall by the next time the episode will come out. (laughs) We'll see. I really hope we win this fucking game. God, if we don't win this game, we literally could not have gotten a better opponent than the freaking Bengals. Yeah. All right, I think I'm gonna call it. I, I I don't have the heart to talk anything else. I'm. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of dragging this thing I, on. I didn't love KP as a player, but I liked him as a person. Seemed like a great guy. Kind of sad to see. Yeah, him. like I was real. Like, dude, trust me, I was really happy with how he was performing this year, and I was like, all right, like you know, the wait was worth it. I was like, you know, right. It seems like we finally kind of had. We were God, like we were just like on a roll, and it's like you know. It it did hurt a little bit. I was in favor of trading him. I would have been okay trading him, but of course it did hurt a little bit when it did happen. It was like, oh wow, they actually did it. <laughs> I was in considering how excited I like, was when we got awesome. him too. Right, so was I. God, I was I was pro trading. That Brunson sucks now. That's two something. failed trades that we've had now, Rondo and KP. But at least KP ended in a much better way than Rondo did. Yeah, I'm not hating KP. I'm not going to boo him when he comes back. Yeah, I hope I hope Mass fans don't boo KP in. I don't think they have any his return. To. I really hope they don't do that. Like yeah, it's like yeah, it sucks. The guy couldn't like stay on the court, but he never was bad enough Close to the to. point of like you know booing. Yeah, there's no point in that. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. New season. Um, We're recording this on a Thursday. Obviously, our schedule last season was uh, every we would record every Wednesday post every Thursday. Um, By the end of the season, that was not um, true. I got pretty lazy by the end. Uh, I apologize. But anyway, Uh, so expect this to come out either Friday or Saturday um, before the Super Bowl. And then, of course, next episode, uh, same time you'll see you'll see me whether we won or lost at the highest or the lowest we'll see we right, will guys. see appreciate you guys Thank tuning in make sure you guys follow us on all of our socials the links will be in the description on our on our youtube channel um yeah new season we're back thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you guys next time